Hey, Caitlin. Yes, Jeremy? What's your favorite scary movie? That would be One Tree Hill, Season 8, Episode 14. That's very fair, to be honest. Um, but today, we're not talking about One Tree Hill. <laughs> because today, just one month before Scream 6 hits theaters, if you're listening to this live, we are discussing Scream 2022, otherwise known as Scream 5, the requel slash sequel, whatever the hell you want to call it, <laughs> in a special Patreon-exclusive bonus episode for our $5 patrons. Uh, it was so fun to talk about a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. We, we were You were a little bit nervous going into it, though, I believe, right? I, I was nervous going into it because, like, we've only talked about drama and romantic comedies and just, like, I don't know. It's a totally different genre than our norm, so... It was a little bit more fun to be like, yeah, death scenes. Like, it's fun to see all the blood. <laughs> this is definitely like a departure from what we normally do. And I really, really loved it. <laughs> I know. Instead of our favorite musical moment, we went with our favorite death scene. So <laughs> <laughs> We're gory in this. It's a change of pace. <laughs> yes. It was a ton of fun, though. But Caitlin, I'm pretty sure people are wondering, like, oh, these bonus episodes about movies, aren't they usually featuring a One Tree Hill star? But this movie does not include any One Tree Hill star. So what was our connection to One Tree Hill with this? So it was actually shot in Wilmington, North Carolina. Oh, my God. Yes. So that was our connection that we used. <laughs> really, it was Jeremy's excuse to talk about Scream 5. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm really excited. This was probably one of my favorite episodes to date because I am a hardcore Scream fanatic. <laughs> and it was just amazing. And I'm excited. Jeremy definitely nerded out in this episode and I loved it so much. <laughs> After this intro, you will hear the first 12 minutes from the episode. We do not talk about the actual movie here, but you get to hear Jeremy and I discuss our horror feelings. And it's amazing. And to listen to the full episode where you can hear our full thoughts on Scream 2022. I'm going to emphasize that it's the 2022 Scream, not the 1996 Scream. <laughs> you can subscribe at the $5 level over on patreon.com slash alwaysothpod. And there you can also gain access to other bonus episodes at our private Discord server. Lots of great stuff for you over there. Once again, that is patreon.com slash alwaysothpod. Caitlin, this is the first horror movie we have ever discussed on the podcast or any related media. I know, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Why are you nervous? It's a totally different genre. <laughs> It'll be fun. This, I mean, Scream is basically like a teen drama at its core, if you really think about it. Yeah, it, it definitely is. With a lot more death, I'd say. Yes. <laughs> but it is also the first R-rated movie that we are covering. True. I didn't think about that. And it is the first uh, movie we have discussed that uh, was shot in this current decade. Because yes. all of our other movies were from the early 2000s. So yeah, this is a big jump from what we normally do. <laughs> the most recent movie I think we did was uh, John Tucker Must Die, which came out in 2006. So like, that's probably like the most contemporary movie we did prior to this. I know, and that's like 15 years ago. That's funny. 
<laughs> but let's talk a little bit about this because, like we said, this is the first time we ever talked about a horror movie. What is your relationship to horror, Caitlin? You know, so I like horror in doses <laughs> because it's not like my go-to drama or genre, but it's I, I enjoy it. And I have enjoyed it since I was a teenager. I remember watching uh, The Ring for the first time back in... It had to be like 2006 or seven, which would have mm. been a few years after it came out, I guess. Yeah, it came out in 02. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I just really, really enjoyed it. And it was like surprising to me because I typically like, you know, I guess like your basic, your romantic comedies, your dramas, like that's always what I watched, I guess, as a teen. And I was like, oh, this is like really intriguing. And there, And I really didn't have anyone to watch horror with. And, well, no one else really was interested in it. I had one friend who was, and then that was basically it. And then I met my boyfriend, and he loves horror. So <laughs> that's, we watch it pretty frequently. So the reason why I said was because, like, I am a hardcore horror fan, and I'm like, why didn't we seek each other out during that time? I don't know. <laughs> the early I feel like in high school, I didn't really know that about you. Okay, I feel that. I, feel, I, honestly, I don't think I knew that back then. Honestly, and I feel like listener, you know, listeners may be surprised to hear that about either of us, like being ho- like horror fans. Because I mean, for one thing, we're hosting a One Tree Hill podcast. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it may be like off brands to hear the fact that both of us really love horror. So. I guess maybe, yeah, you didn't know that about me? Because I, I remember, like, uh, on our way to college, because you and I used to carpool together to get back and forth. I, I remember, like, we were talking about horror movies, and I remember thinking, like, Caitlin, you like horror movies since when? <laughs> maybe we just didn't talk about it much. I don't really know, Jeremy. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, early on, this was, like, middle of high school. Yeah. So, where I kind of found it, and then... There weren't many people that were really interested in watching it. So it would have been like a few years after, I think, now that I'm, yeah, yeah. Now that I'm really thinking about it. so. And there were other movies at the time, like, I guess I was drawn to it because of like the adrenaline rush of the movie. And I feel like as a teenager, like, you kind of want that mm-hmm. even more. And I do remember with my best friend Jenna watching The Blair Witch Project, too. And that was really scary at the time. Mm-hmm. So that was another one. But like Jenna wasn't really into horror movies per se, like a little bit. I don't know. I feel like there wasn't really anyone to watch it with at the time, like to explore the genre. And then when I met my boyfriend, which is now a long time ago. (laughs) So the past (laughs) decade or so, we've always watched horror movies. So like I really have gotten a sense of the different types of horror within Mm -hmm. that genre. So it's interesting, like the found footage and like the campy stuff and God, there's so there's so many different subgenres within horror. We'll get into this a little bit later. What's your opinion on elevated horror? I know because they talk about that in the opening, the opening sequence here. Um, Elevated horror. I was trying to think about that. Like, what have I seen that is considered elevated horror? Are we referring to like? Jordan Peele type stuff. Yeah, Jordan Peele would be one. Uh, also, I have not seen Hereditary, but that's considered uh, elevated horror. Uh, there's also Midsummer is another one. Oh, I saw Midsummer, and I think I have seen Hereditary, but I tend to get horror movies mixed up in my head, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna pretend to remember it right now. 
It is all good. But what, what would you say is your general opinion based on what you do remember? I think I liked Hereditary, and Midsummer was really that. Have you seen Midsummer? I have. That was really intense. I don't know if I'm a huge fan of elevated horror, to be honest. It's not my cup of tea. I can tell you I don't like it at all. I was not a fan of Midsommar. And I have not been a fan of any Jordan Peele movies, and I really hate that about myself. I really want to like Jordan Peele. I love the fact that, like, you know, he's a director that has been making these amazing movies that have been doing well. And I love that they're doing well because I can, you know, everybody who's seeing them can make up for the fact that I don't want to see them. <laughs> but I have seen, like, I've seen Get Out, I've seen Us, and I have seen Nope, you know, just because I'm like, I, I really want to get into him, but I just haven't gotten there yet, personally. So Get Out to me was just okay. Everyone raved about that. And that might be like a hot take. I'm sorry to offend anyone. <laughs> right, yeah. I really liked Us. The ending of that movie was really interesting to me. So I did like that. I haven't seen Nope. So the only, there's one elevated horror movie that I really did enjoy, uh, It Follows. I really enjoyed that one. You consider that elevated horror? That is considered elevated horror just because of like, you know, the underlying social commentary about uh, sexually transmitted diseases, basically, is what the movie's trying to talk about. So yeah, that would be considered elevated in that regard. But I do enjoy that movie quite a lot. I really loved It Follows, too. Um, That's like a more modern example, I guess, of like a different type of horror. But I didn't really consider that elevated horror. Mm -hmm. There is like a commentary there um, about what you said, but interesting. Yes. What's your favorite, then, type of horror? Slashers, which is appropriate for what we're doing. So let me talk a little bit about, like, you know, my relationship to horror. I saw the first Scream movie when I was six years old. Are you serious? Yes, I am very serious. Uh, my mom and my sister were watching it on video. For those who don't for those who don't know what videos are, it's basically like, you know, if you're streaming something, but it's, like, made flash, it's like these little, this little box that you put in this device called a VCR, by the way, <laughs> in case you don't know what that is. But yeah, like, I remember watching the opening kill scene with Drew Barrymore. I was, like, terrified, but I was also like, I really love this and I want to keep going. But my mom will not let me watch beyond that. Mm -hmm. So I didn't watch the full movie until I was about eight, which is, you know, kind of funny. I'm like, I guess when I was six, I was too immature, but when I was eight, I was more mature. (laughs) So I watched Scream and Scream 2. And then uh, Scream 3, I think uh, I watched that, like, the weekend it came out on video. And then, uh, yeah, Scream 4, I saw that in 2011 on opening weekends. And the same thing with this Scream movie. Saw it opening day because I just love this franchise so, so much. Is This isn't your favorite franchise, though. Halloween is? Yes, I would say that my favorite franchise would go to Halloween. But Scream has a special place in my heart because I feel like it introduced me to horror. Mm-hmm. But in addition to that, I love the Friday the 13th franchise, Nightmare on Elm Street. Literally anything that involves, like, you know, a a woman kicking ass at the ends, it warms me up inside so, so much. I can see that. This Scream movie, though, and I'm, I'm going to gush about it, and so it's going to be kind of funny to hear about hear this now and then hear the discussion and be like, wait, you don't like this movie that much? I consider Scream 5 to be my fourth favorite in the franchise, though. Really? Yeah. My ranking would be four, which is an unpopular opinion, but that movie has gotten a reappraisal recently. Four, one and two were tied for me, and then it's Scream 5 and then Scream 3. 
So I don't know if I can really accurately give a ranking because I haven't seen two and three in a long, long, long time. I don't really have much recollection of them. <laughs> but I recently rewatched Scream 4, which I really enjoyed. Basically, as much as I enjoyed this movie, I would say. Mm. Pretty on par to me. Yeah. But I, I guess one will always... I guess one is probably my favorite because I liked it the first time I saw it. I really did. That's the thing about these movies. Like, that opening kill scene, like, pulls you in immediately to the story and you're... Oh, Yeah. You're intrigued, and it's like different every time. And I, I thought how they did it in Scream Four was really interesting. Oh, that comes like away. The different movie movies. within the movie, yeah, type thing. Yes. <laughs> so iconic. Oh, and fun facts. Uh, I know you know this, Caitlin, but this is for the listeners. I was Jill Roberts, the killer from Scream Four <laughs> for Halloween just a few months ago. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty amazing. I remember I saw, I think you sent me a picture or it was on social media or something. Oh yeah, I had to blast that on social media. I was, uh, I was very, very excited when I threw that together. I was like, I have this plaid shirt that I can wear. All I need is a wig and a toy knife and a toy gun and I'm good. I even made a video where I said, I don't need friends. I need fans. <laughs> <laughs> I was really ready for it. I think listeners are going to want to see this picture and video. <laughs> we need to reshare when this episode comes out. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, uh, anybody in the Discord, remind me to post that. I will post it. Like, no problem whatsoever. <laughs> oh, I love it. So, let's talk about this open and kill, quote unquote. Yeah, what's interesting about it is it ends up not being a kill. I know! I <laughs> know! 